Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. Thank you so much for joining us on Michigan Minds today. We're very excited to be able to talk with you about Nutrition Month. Can you please start by introducing yourself and sharing a little bit about your role at the University of Michigan? Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Lindsay Haas, and I'm the Culinary Nutrition Support Specialist for Michigan Dining. So I'm a registered uh, dietitian by trade, and I actually received my um, Master's of Public Health from um, University of Michigan School of Public Health, um, during which time I absolutely fell in love with food service, which sounds um, funny, but it's true. It's a, it's a really interesting field to be in. Um, currently, I work for Michigan Dining, and I assist with their food allergy program. Um, so there's a team of dietitians on staff, and um, we support the food allergy program um, by making sure that all of our recipes and ingredients are entered into this massive database so that students can have the information that they need um, in order to dine you know, successfully on campus. And then I'm also our main procurement liaison. So I pick out all of the you know, food items that we bring onto campus um, for the chefs to work with. So we've been home during the COVID-19 pandemic for over a year now, and people are starting to get bored cooking the same meals day in and day out. What advice would you give to someone who's feeling that kind of boredom making those same meals and they're looking for a way to change it up? Yeah, there are so many recipes out there. Um, I, I would recommend just taking even five minutes to do a quick search of what you might be looking for, you know, whether it's budget, you know, budget focused meals, or if you're, you know, looking for meal plans or, um, you know, or even like diet specific, um, you know, recipes, like for instance, if you avoid dairy, um, you can come across 5 million different recipes out there for, you know, dairy free items. Um, one of my favorite websites for like budget and easy um, recipes to create is this site called Budget Bites. I think it's excellently laid out and there's so many good ideas there. Um, and if you need help with meal plans, you know, you might not use 100% of the recipes or 100% of the plan, but that might help give you some inspiration on what types of uh, things that you can throw into your meal rotation. Um, I really like the website, The Kitchen. It's spelled like The Kitchen, but without the little E at the end. Um, and also Cooking Light has a lot of awesome um, meal plans that can help give you a little bit of inspiration. Um, one of my other favorite things are there's actually apps where you can plug in the ingredients you have on hand and it will give you um, recipe suggestions. Um, one of the apps, it's called Super Cook, and it's a really good way uh, to give you some suggestions for things that you have on hand so that you're not, you know, throwing away a bunch of food that you might not use. Um, and this might be really silly, but I personally get a lot of the ideas um, for recipes and for meal plans, I feed my family from Facebook groups and also subreddits that I follow. Um, you know, it's not, and those groups aren't a lot of times, you know, cooking focused, um, but just ideas that people have, um, you know, that they're sharing to, you know, include in your meal rotation. So parents have been working so hard over the course of the last year with, 
you know, working from home, helping their students learn from home, um, and just, you know, managing these different lifestyles that, that we've adjusted to. Do you have any advice for parents on how to continue to uphold a nutritious lifestyle, not only for themselves, but also for their children and families? Yeah, as a parent, I feel this so much right now and since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, it's been a super, super stressful time. And I think it's important for us all to acknowledge, you know, just the amount of stress and the additional work that we're all, um, that we're all doing to kind of get through this time. Um, you know, it's, it's just impossible to do it all. You know, if you're a parent, if you're a full-time employee, teacher, homekeeper, whatever you're doing, sometimes it's just impossible. And so I think it's really important to give yourself a little grace. You know, this might not be the perfect time for you to focus 112% on having these like super beautiful homemade um, meals three times a day, plus throwing two snacks. You know, the human body is absolutely amazing and can adapt to different diets and it can adapt to so much. And so I think it's important um, right now with all of the external stressors to keep that in balance and to keep your priorities in line, um, because that might not be the most, you know, the most important thing on your plate at this time. Um, so, but if you're really looking for some tips, here are some things that I like to do to kind of ease some of the stress. Um, so I think having fruit and veggies on hand that require a very little prep is key. Um, so, you know, having baby carrots, those cute little small like snacking peppers, um, snap peas, um, you know, pre-washed lettuce, frozen veggies that can be steamed, anything that's super, you know, easy like that. It's always nice to have those things on hand because then what you can do is just pair that with a convenience food. So let's say you had a super busy day, um, you know, helping your kiddos with school or whatever might be going on and you need to throw a frozen pizza in the oven. Hey, no shame in that game. Throw it in the oven, grab some baby carrots and call it a day. Um, you know, because there is so much more, you know, that you can be spending your time on, um, that it's not worth getting stressed out about that. Um, also, you know, keep in mind too, that meals don't need to be complicated to be healthy. So there's nothing wrong with a peanut butter sandwich on whole wheat bread, some scrambled eggs with toast, um, or frozen potatoes, you know, for a time-saving win. So, you know, I, I really think, you know, especially right now, it's important to give yourself a little bit of grace and rely on some of those convenience items, you know, to help round out meals. So the weather's been transitioning, getting really nice, especially in the Ann Arbor area. We're seeing warmer weather and sunshine. And throughout the past year, you know, when the weather's been nice, we've seen this increase in gardening and people finding a hobby or an interest in growing their own food. Can you share a little bit about the benefits of sustainable farming and eating? Sure, absolutely. Um, so first off, gardening is really fun. And especially if you have little kids in your life, um, it can be a really fun learning activity, um, you know, get in the dirt and, you know, learn about, you know, our little mini ecosystems. And it can also be a huge challenge, right? Like if you don't have the proper soil and sun conditions and water conditions to grow certain foods, uh, it's a really good reminder about where our food comes from and all of the labor that gets poured into, you know, growing food. Um, so yeah, I, I just think it's a really, really great activity to do as a family. Um, and now we have so much information that shows how our food selections, um, not only affect our bodies, uh, but also our environments. Um, so gardening is a really good way to curb some of that, you know, carbon emission impact. 
um, because carbon emissions from transportation has shown to impact climate change. And so whatever we can do personally to curb some of that, I think is really important and it will have a positive effect on the environment. So you get a twofold thing, you get a family activity and then also, you know, your help reducing some of those emissions a little bit. So you mentioned earlier that you follow some groups and some threads on social media where you find your recipes uh, and get inspiration for different meals. We've seen a lot of recipes being shared and becoming viral, almost very popular on social media, including uh, banana bread and the feta pasta TikTok trend and so many more. Have you fallen into any of these trends uh, or looked into any of them? And how healthy would you say that social media meals like these are? Yeah, sure. I, you know, I haven't fallen too much into, you know, making some of these viral recipes, but I'm certainly open to it. Um, I've heard mixed reviews on that TikTok feta pasta. Personally, it looks delicious. I don't know how you can go wrong with feta and tomatoes. Um, you know, and I've also seen a lot of things floating out there, as you mentioned, about banana bread and sourdough bread, all of that. Um, I'm, you know, I go through baking phases. Um, I've made a many a loaf of banana bread in my day. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's definitely not something, you know, I shy away from, you know, trying new recipes and that sort of thing. And I think it's important to note that when these, you know, recipes become super viral, uh, you can fit any food into a healthful diet. It's all about having balance and having a large variety of foods in your diet. You know, and as we talked earlier, it can be so easy to get stuck in a rut of the same things in and out uh, that it's important to try some of these new, new recipes and see how it goes, especially for something as easy as throwing a brick of feta and some tomatoes in the oven. I say go for it. Um, you know, enjoy, you know, enjoy the food that is fun and interesting and, um, you know, I don't know, participate in social media and see if it gets your creativity going. So continuing on with trends, food delivery services are so popular right now, and there are so many to choose from. Can you tell us some of the most important nutritional components when it comes to making a healthy selection for food delivery? Yeah, sure. So when you're doing um, a delivery service, you're really going for convenience, right? Um, and so I always think that it's important just to go for as many food groups as possible in your meal. You know, what you're trying to do is create balance. Um, so if you can look at that meal selection and say, okay, am I getting a veggie? Am I getting a grain, whole grain for bonus points? You know, am I getting a protein, whether it's plant-based or animal-based, possibly a fruit, then you know that your, your meal is going to be somewhat balanced. Um, the other things that I think are really important for any meal is to enjoy that food with someone. You know, if you live in a home with others, maybe family or you have housemates, um, you know, turn off those electronics and enjoy that meal together. Um, and also just reflect on the taste of the food. You know, you'll be more satisfied and you'll enjoy it more, you know, when you're really reflecting on the taste and um, how, you know, how satisfied you feel eating it. So I know that's probably not like the most nutrition-based um, thing that you're going for, but, it, you know, taking that time to really enjoy your food is such a huge, you know, component of nutrition and health and well-being. You know, it helps your, it helps, you know, fill not only your belly, but your soul as well. I don't know, kind of cheesy, but um, it, it, it is, it is really, really important. So I say go for it, get that convenience meal, um, you know, try to find something halfway balanced and just enjoy. So we all want to make healthy selections and you know, be as overall nutritional as possible, but 
sometimes we also want to treat ourselves to a sweet or, um, you know, something that's maybe not as healthy. Do you have any recommendations on how to limit the amount of quote unquote junk foods that we consume? Or are there any alternatives that you can recommend, um, you know, to kind of curb that craving? Yeah. So in my opinion, nothing really replaces the real deal, right? Like if you look at ice cream, some of those like lower calorie ice creams just don't do it. You know, you're, you're really looking for that super indulgent, um, you know, ice cream that's super creamy and um, just delicious. And so I say, just go for it. You know, when you start having those cravings for sweets, fulfill the craving as soon as you can enjoy it and just be done with it because then it will help snub some of those, I don't know, like the, I don't want to say obsessive thoughts, but you know, when you get stuck on thinking about something you really want to eat, if you just fulfill that craving, um, you know, you'll, you'll be happier. It'll kind of stop the craving in its tracks and then you can move on. Um, you know, and it's important too, to keep in mind that we eat for a lot of different reasons. We eat to nourish our bodies. We eat for performance. We eat to prevent or to treat illness. Um, but we also, you know, eat for mental health reasons. And so, that treat might remind you of your grandma. It might remind you of, you know, a time that you had with your best friend eating, you know, sharing ice cream cones or something. And so I think it's so important to enjoy and honor those feelings, um, you know, cause that's just part of life. So I don't know, in my opinion, there's not, there's no alternative for the real deal and just enjoy, you know, enjoy the foods that you love, um, you know, and then mix in a good variety in there as well. Is there anything else that you want to share? Any tips, um, you know, as we're, as we're wrapping up nutrition month, is there anything else that you can think of that would be beneficial to share with our audience? You know, I think national nutrition month is just a really good time to reflect on, you know, what food means to you and, you know, the types of foods you love to eat and to share with others. And I think now as we're seeing a light, a possible light at the end of this COVID tunnel, um, you know, to start thinking about ways that we can reconnect with people in person. And I think of, I think food is just the perfect way to do that. So I hope as, you know, we're all able to safely interact with others um, you know, that we're able to share those foods that we all love. Um, and I hope that that's what this next year brings. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today to share all of these very valuable tips uh, on how to be nutritious while also really maintaining that balance. And um, I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.